Hey, welcome to the Coach Tyler Van Show. This is Randall Cunningham, back from one week. Still ain't got the best voice. Uh, kind of a little ate up after doing five hours last Friday night, where I called a losing game, but we didn't have one in Sylvania as the Rams take care of business 35-6. to six. Coach, uh, what did it feel, first of all? I know it's always – we joked about it earlier, but – Getting that first playoff win at Sylvania, going through that first round, um, I know it's not the ultimate goal, but it is It is a goal in any path is to become a, a playoff team and then to get that first win. Yeah, it's important. You know, we, we did our job in the regular season, was able to host a playoff game and then um, able to win the playoff game and move on to the second round. We got to take it one game at a time, and I think our guys are doing a really good job of that. And, um Practice has been good so far this week. Maybe we'll finish out the week the correct way tomorrow as well on Thursday and then have an opportunity for another big win here uh, this Friday night and and have an opportunity to move on. Yep, big challenge ahead of you Friday night. And and we'll get to that in a little while and talk about Madison Academy. But, Howie, um, you were there. You called the game. You've got to become the voice of the Rams a little bit this year. I'm jealous (laughs) that you've gotten to call so many games. Well, let's just open up the floor with you and let you ask Coach Fan some questions. Yeah, Coach, uh, congratulations on the big win Friday night. Um, it The score indicated is kind of easy, but but I know it wasn't. But when you came out and started running the ball, was you expecting that much success? I thought we had the opportunity for, for success in the run game. Um, I actually thought, you know, we was going to have to throw it a little bit more and keep them off balance more, but – uh, I thought our run game, our O-line did a really good job throughout the game and um, was able to dominate the line of scrimmage. Um, they were they were not bad up front either. They're a good football team. and um, You know, I, I think it helped that we played five the week before. I think it showed on Friday night, and uh, I think it will continue to show. You know, it helped us playing the team as good as five up front. And I think it made us better, and I, I hope we continue to get better every week moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. The offensive line was making some – humongous holes for 22 and two to run through and they had great nights i think one of them had over 200 the other had over 100 yard rushing and man for a high school team that's awesome to have two players that's over just having one over 100 is fantastic but having two with one of them 200 one to 100 uh speak a little bit about that yeah that's that's big time you know again our o-line did a really good job creating some creases for 22 22 has been running the ball uh, extremely well the past few weeks. I think he's starting to get fully healthy. You know, he's still not all the way healthy. He won't be because it's football. It's part of it. But um, he's he's running the ball really hard. Um, he's seeing the field well. And then two's just been doing what he's been doing since since he's had the opportunity to run the football. And um, you know, he's he's dealing with some groin and some uh, hip flexor stuff. And you can't tell it. At times you can, but most of the time you can't tell he's dealing with anything. He's a patient runner. He likes to see the oh, you know, he actually. Out. He ran outside this kick block uh, the other night late in the game. I put 22 in. 22 broke the next one. I turned looked at him and told him that should have been you, but you decided <laughs> to run outside the kick block <laughs> the play before. But, um, no, they don't care who scores. That's what I love about them, too. I've told you that before. They're both very unselfish. Uh, they do a good job. They support each other. They cheer for each other. And uh, we're, we're all looking for one go, us to win a game, and we know that – Every time we score, is moving us a step closer to, to winning that football game. So, really proud again of our line, though. They do a really good job. And, and our tight ends, um, that we play with two tight ends a lot. And that's 
Frank Kittle and Leo Kirby. Don't talk about them enough. They do a good job for us, and um, they're a big part of creating them run lanes for, for two and 22. Yeah, a, a quick question about you running backs there. They are probably some of the best running backs that I've saw in high school to go against the grain, I guess you'd say, or cut back, rather. And to me, it appears that the holes may be on the right side or the play's supposed to go to the right side, but they're willing to cut back to the left and find that open crease and hit it pretty hard. Is that something that y'all work on in practice, or is that just their natural instinct? Uh, that's just their instinctive uh, abilities, I think. They're very instinctive on that. And you got a team that we're heavy buck sweep at times, and, and teams overflow, and that's actually the touchdown cut on buck sweep. You hit it in and you can cut it back. That's normally going to be a big play cut for us, and teams start overflowing to where two and 22's going, and naturally there's going to be running lanes back the other way, and not everybody can see them them lanes. You have a lot of running backs who struggle seeing that. They'll just put their head down and, and get one or two yards because they're trying to fit it into the hole that it was designed to go through. Um when it's not necessarily going to be there every time. You know, sometimes they teams overrun it and the lineman takes them the right way, and it's your job to see it and cut it back. And, and we have two guys that do a really good job at doing that. So, Yeah, let's talk about your offensive line real quick. I know I jumped ahead for a second, but uh, you got Shankles back this past week and nothing against who subbed in for him and all that, but it seemed like the offensive line had a little extra pep in their step this week. Yeah, he, he's uh, – like I said, I think he was one of our best O-line. Um, um, he, he was playing some of the best football up front that we've had um, since I've been here, and that's saying something. We've had some good linemen with Decker and stuff, but as far as just how he played with, with the mentality he plays with, like I said, he'll get after you after the whistle, through the whistle. Um, that's something we need on the O-line. Um, and uh, he, he knows his assignment, and he's able to communicate with the two guards on what they need to do, which is big. He understands the offense. He's been in it a long time. Uh, Aspen stepped in at center. He just hadn't played a lot of O-line. He was one way last year, um, and he did a really good job while he was in there. But uh, Kyle just – he's just been in it longer, and you can tell he knows the offense more. Um, that, that helps us a lot. That When guys know what they're doing, they're able to play fast, and when you're guessing and second-guessing yourself, you're not able to play fast. And, so um, Kai helps that as well, being able to communicate with guys beside him on, on what needs to be done, and then his play speaks for itself. I'm, I'm really proud of Kai and where he's, you know, from when the, the day I got here to now. He worked hard, and he's always worked hard, and he's, he's a strong kid, but um, he's getting better all the time in the weight room, on the field. Uh, he's a really good old lineman for us, and he, he's gotten better at D-line. Um, I know he wants to play linebacker, but the kids are really good D-linemen. He came a long ways. Uh, you know, in the middle of the year, we moved him to D-line. We we tried to play as many one way as possible early in the year, and, and he was one of them we wanted to play one way, and Drennan was going to play D-line one way, and then Drennan got hurt, so we ended up having, having to play Kai at, at D-line, and we looked at it and was like, we should have been playing there the whole time. He does a really good job there as well. He's just – he gives you everything you got, ever play. I uh, love the kid. I love all of them, but he's done a really good job. And I'm proud of it. Shankles, Kyle, there, as you were talking about, I think you mentioned earlier in one of the other podcasts, he's kind of like the quarterback of the offensive line as far as calling out block protection and which way everybody should shift. Yeah, he is. He, he helps with protection, help calling out Mike. Um, he does it all. He's a, He's a guy you want at center. Um, you know, he's a really good guard. Uh, we put him at guard some this year. Um, 
he's good at guard, he's good at center, he'll be good at tackle, be good wherever you put him just because he's going to give you everything he's got. He's going to try to be as technique sound as he can be, and uh, he just he's a good one. Proud of it. Now, I'm going to go to your defense now. Defense played lights out, I felt like, uh, Friday night. And it seemed like for the last two weeks, you've been able to split 33 and 51 up and put them on opposite sides. And to me, it seemed like it makes the offense harder to decide on where they're going to send that extra blocker, which side, because both of them plays in the backfield all night long on the defensive line. Uh, how much does that actually help your team out by actually being able to split them up instead of having them side by side? Uh, it helps a lot, um, especially I think the biggest thing is splitting 51's a defensive end. Sometimes we have to put him at tackle uh, with injuries. A little earlier in the year, a few weeks ago, we had to play him a little bit more at tackle. We don't want to play him at tackle. Uh, we want him at defensive end. So we was able to put him at DN and leave Kittle on the other side. and We're starting to get healthy a little bit with 56 back, and we're able to put Will Gant, um, a guy that's – He's a defensive end body, and he's a defensive end at heart. That's probably where he's going to play the next two years of his high school career at DM. But we moved him to tackle, and he's done a really good job as well. And 56 will have to step up and play some big minutes at tackle this week. And uh, uh, it helps, though, having 51 and 33 on either side. They do a really good job. Um, you know, Kittle's gotten better uh, as the years went on about squeezing and stuff. You know, he's very technique sound guy, and, um, you know, he's – he plays hard, him and 51 both. So we, we have to have them continue to play good if we're going to continue to win football games because it's like I told the guys the other day, every team that's in the second round is a good football team. You're not going to find a, a bad football team this time of year. You're, they're just not out there. It's, it's the team who's going to execute um, the best. The team's going to do the little things the right way all the time, and, and the one that takes care of the football is going to continue to move on and play. So why not us? Let's execute the right way and take care of the football, and we're going to turn around and, before you know it, we'll be scheduling a trip to Auburn, and that's the go. So we just got to continue to get better. Yeah, absolutely. And something I want to brag about for a second is your secondary. They're playing a lot better now than they used to, or it seems like they have been. Uh, Friday night was no exception. Uh, well, at least one interception, maybe two interceptions, I think. Uh, but they're they're covering the guys what they're supposed to. It seems like everything's kind of starting to come together on the back end of the secondary. Secondary has been way better. And, and you know, uh, going back to Piedmont, I think we had two busts that night, um, three maybe. Um, we ain't having as many busts. That's a big deal because um, our guys are in the right position where they're supposed to be. Uh, Coach Willingham's done a really good job at DBs, and Coach Clark's done a good job uh, preparing them guys. Um, so, so they're where they're supposed to be, and that's the biggest deal. I think 25 try to undercut and jump and, and get something on the ball the other night and it actually went over his head for a touchdown. It was only really um, – it wasn't a terrible play. It was just only only play they made on us. 24 did a really good job of being in phase and flipping his hips and turning, making an interception there in the back corner of the end zone after we turned it over, which was a huge play in the game in the third quarter. Uh, so, uh, DB's played really well. Madison Academy likes to throw the football, so they're going to have to play really well again this week if we're going to continue to play football. So, they know that. They've practiced well this week. They, they've done a good job matching routes and, um, and coming up and tackling the screen in space because we'll have to do that again this week. So, I'm excited to see them play. Man, I, I like watching them work. And I like watching the work pay off on Friday. And, and I don't think it'll be any different Friday night. You got one guy I want to mention real quick, number 15, the Owens kid. Seems like he's came out of nowhere just to become a 
heat-seeking missile. He just he runs to the football on every play. Uh, what can you tell us a little bit about him? Travis Owens, freshman, um, plays really hard all the time. Um, you know, he's learning the game. He's learning defense. He's smarter than he lets on. Um, we still got to get better. At, uh, we still got to get better at our reads. Um, but he does a really good job of making up for mistakes just by going full speed all the time. Um, and that makes up for a lot. So um, he's really talented, talented player. Um, you know, he's, he's got a bright future. Um, and, and we got another kid that's going to play outside back. Our freshman class is pretty good. And I'm really excited about them and what they're going to bring to the table. Cause you, you know, 15's playing, Lennon Watkins playing, and I could name off a, a bunch of guys and Seth Ledford, um, He's going to be a really good football player, and he's going to play outside back and forth soon. He's he's done a really good job in the weight room. He's put on weight throughout the season. You know, he ain't got a lot of reps, hardly any, um, this year, but he's he's showing out in practice every day. He's going to be a big player for us next year. He's doing a really good job, and he plays the same way 15 plays, and that's full speed all the time and um, wants to hit you, and, and that, that's what we want to see. And, and he's getting better, and, and you can think – practice and, and giving everything you got in practice is going to help you next year as well. And really proud of 15 and, and all them freshmen for freshmen's the toughest year, um, whether you're on the field or whether you're not on the field, it's the toughest year of your high school career. And, um, they're doing a really good job of, of tackling it. And I'm excited about that group. Yeah. They, uh, the whole defense has been playing great for the last several weeks. Yeah. 35 points was given up against five, but short field, but still they played good. And that's uh, to me. It feels like your defense is gelling at the right time here at playoff time. Yeah, our defense—that's where you win. Win the big games is on defense. You know, we can score on offense, and I'm very confident in the scoring. But um, if you, if you can hold a team down, you don't have a chance to win every game you play. And uh, so, really excited about our defense, and you know, it's something that we thought was going to be a. You know, something we're going to lean on a lot this year was defense because we were replacing a lot of production on offense last year. Um, and, and so we, we wasn't expecting that. I think we're averaging around at 31 points a game. Um, you know, our goal was 30 this year. We, we're over that goal right now. Uh, we've had games where we sputtered, but I think we're getting better um, on that, that count because we're going to be able to score points, hopefully on anybody we play. We just got to get some stops and – now it's to the point where I trust our defense. We're trying to shut people out. We're trying to hold people down. And, um, and, and our defense is able to do that, I feel like. We just got to continue to play hard. Coach, uh, I want to follow up with that. I went through to today and I looked at your last three games against 3A competition, and you're giving up about nine points a game. If you can – you and Coach Clark, if that, if that bunch is holding them less than two touchdowns, what you've done – like in the last three weeks and five times overall this year. It, it really – does it change your play, Colin? You go, hey, defense is shutting it out. i just got to keep this conservative and grind it out. Or do you stay on the same playbook? It, uh, it changes a little bit. Like the other night, I'm very confident in our defense. We was getting the ball after half. Um, we, was get, we got the ball back with a minute 30 left, and I was kind of in between whether I wanted to do a two-minute drill or whether I just wanted to run the football. Uh, and get out of half and ended up running the football twice and broke – I think we broke one pretty early and, and got got to around the 50. And um, we actually had a shot play lined up out of a timeout, and we actually won on the route. And a 
quarterback called the protection the wrong way, slid away from the guy we were supposed to slide to, so he wasn't able to make take the shot. We ended up running the ball out and, and going in half. But um, when, you, when you're confident in your defense, especially midway through the game and stuff, your third down calls, I think, change. For me, they do. Um, you know, if it's third and long rather than trying to force the ball, we may just – um, draw or screen it and, and punt it away and let our defense play and play field position, try to get the ball back in better field position because field position is a huge deal um, in the game of football that people overlook, I think. It's tough coming out of your own red zone um, and inside your own 20. That's that's a tough deal. And then naturally when you get the ball on the 50, the 40, um, naturally you have more confidence as an offense because you're, you're, you're there, you're close, you're in scoring range, let's make something happen. So it does change, change stuff. It, has it been a combination of the team is gelling and getting some people healthy, or was it just getting bodies back on the field at this point? I think get some guys healthy, and then listen, we've got we got some young guys playing everywhere, and they have uh, they've grown up a lot. Fifteen's played a lot of minutes. He's a freshman. He's playing right. junior last year. Jonah Gurley hadn't played in a few years. He's a junior, but it's pretty much. Early in the year, it was like a freshman just because he ain't been on the football field a long time. Um, he's come a long ways in the, in, over the year. He's more physical than he was at the start of the year, and he, he understands the defense. He's making a lot of checks. 13, what, you know, he hadn't played a lot of defense, uh, period, in the last – he didn't play any last year um, on defense, so now he's playing all the time on defense. Uh, so, uh, and then you look uh, – then we're rotating guys up front, so that, that really – hurt us, but we had some young guys uh, that hadn't played a lot of football that in some key positions, especially in the past game, um, that just hadn't played a lot of defense that, that was just needed to grow up a little bit. And then in right. the box, we just needed guys to grow up a little bit. Because, listen, when you lose Zach Anderson, that's a big loss for, for any team. Number five's a really good football player for us, and, and he brings a mindset to us. And we lost him early in the year. And then we, we had to replace him and find an identity there on defense because, to be honest with you, our identity kind of was, you know, through Zach. Zach set the tone every day. And in practice, he set the tone on Friday nights. Um, but we've had guys step up, 51 stepped up, 25 stepped up. We've had guys step up all over on the defense. And, and they've grown and they've got used to playing with each other and they're playing really good football at the right time. Coach, I've got one question. Thank you, John. It's good to be back. I've got a question about the direction of the program. I read a quote where you had said after the football game that this was a direction or a program-defining moment as far as your 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 program moving forward. Uh, it's rare that you've ever been at Sylvania and heard first playoff win in five years. Uh, what What is the battle sometimes after these programs started to – decline that you've got to in the last two years you've had to change mentality and kind of grow to this point and does this being able to advance build for your future or kind of what do you mean by this this gives your program a little more of an identity well it's, it's something that uh I, was, I, was, I could answer this for a minute but uh it's something that at sylvania that we want like Playoff round one win, big deal. Like, we, we we want that to be expected every single year. Like right. We want to be able to host and win a playoff game every year uh, and make a run. And to do that, I, it starts in the weight room. You know, we haven't had 
pull cycle. Listen, we have really good football players. We have really good football players last year. We have really good football players this year. We have really good football players next year. Like we're we have talent uh, here at Sylvania. And that's a big deal. That's a, that's a huge part of it. Um, and, and you have to have talent to win football games, but you also have to have mental toughness. Um, you also have to uh, buy in and, and give everything you got every day and understand what it takes to win football games and and create a mindset. Everybody can have talent, but can you have the mindset to win that goes with it? Like um, what you do in the weight room matters every day. Um, what you do every day matters. Like what's your mindset going to be? And I think our guys um, need to understand what it takes to win. I think they do understand what it takes to win, but now we're trying to build a mindset like we're supposed to win. Um, and, and we're taking a step closer there every day, I feel like. Like when you step on the football field, you're supposed to win the football game. Like. Don't give yourself any other option but to win. And then, um, and, and that's where we're headed. That's where we're trying to get to. Like we're trying to win a lot of football games. We're trying to win state championships. Um, but at the, at the same time, we're trying to grow young men um, to create mindsets of mental toughness that they're going to be able to use in their life uh, because uh, you're not going to be able to win a playoff game all the time. You're not going to be able to win championships every year. You're not going to be able to – bad things happen. Um, and football teaches a lot of life lessons. So at the same time, we're trying to grow young men that uh, have been through a lot just in football. Um, football practice, football games um, teaches life lessons and, and, and adversity and being able to fight through it and being in the weight room and, and doing things the right way. But as far as program building, I, I feel like uh, we're on the right track to doing something special here at Sylvania, which is our goal, um, is, is to win football games and create a program that is expected to do so year in year out um regardless of of talent like just because you're you know getting a weight room let's get strong let's play it does take talent to win football games but um that ain't all it takes um you can't you know there's a bunch of people who lose with talent all the time um yeah you, you have to have talent and then you have to put that together with some mental toughness and 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 with a mindset that you're going to win every football game or you're going to win football games and and don't give yourself any other choice. So I heard a quote the other day that was very interesting. Um, I ain't going to say the guy's name, but uh, he said mental toughness wasn't built maybe in the weight room, and, and it may not be built. Uh, he may know way more. He gets he gets paid more than I get paid. He's, um, but, uh, you know, and, and the quote was something like you're throwing up or something, throwing up don't create mental toughness, and, and that's not – that's not nowhere near when I talk about creating mental toughness in the weight room. So that's not what I'm talking about. It's making a kid throw up. I'm talking about when you have a set of 10 and it's your, or your set of eight, you're on your last set. Uh, like mental toughness is getting them last three reps because if you're on your max and you're on this chart cycle, them last three reps is the toughest three reps you're going to do all day. So can you create mental toughness to push your body through that, through them three reps? Or, or not, or you just want to quit and lay down. Uh, that's in every set, every rep, no matter what we're doing in the weight room. Um, it don't matter what it is in there, out there on the field during fourth quarter drill on, through the summer. Uh, I'm not I'm not trying to kill you. I'm trying to create a mindset that it doesn't matter. When things get tough, I can block them things out, and I can just keep going. And then I think it relates to the field on, on Friday nights of, uh, you know, I've worked extremely hard. Um I'm not quitting. I'm not going to give up that easy. Uh, I've done too much to lay down. Um, and then, and so 
Anyways, not to chase rabbit. I'm just telling you that I, I feel like this program is heading in the right direction, whether it was a win, lose, or draw last Friday night. I feel like our program's headed in the right direction. Our kids are, are, are working hard. They're, they're trying to get better. Um, and I'm really proud of them. And, and them kids are the reason we're winning football games. It ain't these coaches. It ain't me. It's it's these players and what they put into it. And I'm, I'm really proud to say that I coach this group of young men because – I love every single one of them. Um, they come to work every day. Uh, you know, you got a bunch of kids out there that scout team every day, and they have to make the other guys better before one day they're out there on the other side of it, and now they're, you know, a scout team's making them better. There's there's some dirty jobs out there uh, through the week um, that's tough jobs, and we have kids in that locker room that do them every day, and they get to celebrate that win on Friday night like the rest of them because they, they're the reason we won that game. They give the looks, and then – I'm proud of every one of them, and they're the reason we're in the situation we are, and, and uh, they're going to be in the, the reason we're in the situation we are in the future is because of them kids. Uh, I'm proud of them. And they're a team. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that, that goes under underappreciated sometimes, and I've seen more examples of playing. When you play for each other, you play, you're successful. And uh, when you play for yourself, you never are. Uh, how you got anything else about Fayette County before we move on to Madison Academy? Yeah, I want to go back to a couple of quick things, and then we'll move on to Madacad. Uh, I want to go back to a specific play that you ran there in the second half, Coach, where you ran a bootleg left, and and um, Jack put the ball in the end zone, scored a touchdown, but then the official threw a holding call, and he came back and ran the exact same play again and ended up being picked off. And before Jacks even got off the field, I saw you doing this number right here, telling him to put more loft on the ball. The first pass was a pretty pass. Second pass was more like a line drive. Why made you come back to that same play again? Well, that's a good question because I looked, I looked at Coach Lee and said, I'm an idiot. Uh, but no, I <laughs> – uh, we was misaligned. It wasn't holding. We actually – Josh Scott was supposed to be lined up on the football. He was lined up off the football. So, it was five men in the backfield. So, it's a, it a little thing, little small thing that costs us a touchdown. And them little bitty things, like get lined up correctly, um, it can cost you a playoff game. Just like that's a perfect example right there. A little bitty thing like not getting lined up right costs us a touchdown. Very next play, we turn the ball over because we couldn't do a little thing right the play before. That's how important. That's what I try to tell them all the time. That's why we leave the locker in the way. All the little things matter, and you got to take it to the field. But we didn't take it to the field. We didn't get lined up right. And um, I said to myself, actually, in the headset, it was so wide open the first time. Yes. So, I mean, it was, he, was, he was wide open. I said, no way they think I call it again. There's no way. No way they think. No way they think I call back-to-back. Waggle, wide cross. I did. And it was stupid. I should have ran the football, you know. And, well, uh, I actually know because he's open again. Yeah, and, and we, he had more pressure in his face uh, uh, that time, but he still kind of threw it on. He just didn't see one. Um, he just didn't see that kid. And that kid jumped up, made a good play. And right. um, But that's my fault. It's not Jax's fault. Uh I told him that I took the blame for it a little bit after the game, not during the game. I probably got on him a little too much, but um, really, really proud of, uh, you know, he, the quarterback gets looked at. They get, you know, they, 
scrutinize more than any other position because they touched the ball every play. Uh, we turned the ball over three times. Um, he rode for all three of them, and he, uh, uh, you know, the one just sailed on him. Uh, he threw a bang, he ate a little slant there early in the game. Second half, it just sailed on him and, and, and floated over Josh's head. And then I think we just let one thing lead to another there. But uh, I was proud of the way he, he mounts back this week. You know, if you look back, I don't think we turned the ball over on offense since his good. Um, you know, we, we was on a stretch over. We, we didn't turn it over on offense, but we, we turned it over on special teams, obviously, um, a few times. But we hadn't turned it over on offense in a while. And uh, it's stunning that we did it against Fayette because I sit in here and I watch film on Fayette County on Sunday uh, leading into the playoff week. And I said, listen, everybody they play gives, gives them the football. I mean, they force a lot of turnovers. We've got to take care of the football. And some of them don't force turnovers. And I'd be dang if we didn't bobble a football back there and then and let them get jump on it. And then, uh, I, I would say that there was two that was unforced and they forced the one. Number one made a really good play on that one interception, but we gave them two. And but our defense held. So as far as offensively, I know you like hurrying up, hurry up offense type deal. And I don't want to bash the officials, but it seemed like it took them forever to decide on what the call was and where to put the ball down at to start the after a penalty. How much does that hurt your uh, play calling wanting to hurry up the offense? Yeah, they were. They were. I don't know what was the deal with them the other night. They did a really good job. I thought they didn't control the game too much, but uh, you know, really. We've started slowing it down just a little bit. Um, lately, I ain't been hurrying up as much. Uh, we went from early in the year, I was wanting to go faster, and now I'm going to slow it down just a little bit just because wanting to control the game. I feel like our run game is good enough where we can start controlling football games. And uh, um, We're not in a four-minute offense by any means. We're not slowing it completely down, but uh, uh, we don't hurry up near as much as we should. And, and, you know, next year, though, we may be trying to snap it within the first seven seconds. <laughs> I can tell you that, but, uh, you know, we ain't been going near as fast as, as we have been. So we're trying to slow the game down a little bit and, and control the game and, and run the football and, and play action off of it. And I, I think that's when our, our offense is at its best. You know, last year we threw the ball a lot more, um, you know, obviously. But uh, three was – that was his – that's what I thought felt like our offense was best at last year was was more of a throw first run second and this year I feel like we're more of a run first throw second next year I can't tell you I don't know <laughs> maybe it may flip back I don't know but it's uh I just feel like that's what we do best so that's what we're sticking with right now. Coach, do you ever slow it down because you have been so beat up and you've got so many people going both ways that it, it makes it a little harder to put your foot on the gas and just go go go. Yeah, sometimes because 51, man, I, he plays both. He plays everywhere. He don't come off the field, um, period. And, and I get to where I pull him every play. So he's dying because he's a guard that's pulling, wrapping, pull, kicking, and then he's going over there and playing defensive end, and then he's going to kick return or kick off or whatever it is. And uh, sometimes it is, but uh, a lot of times I just feel like we're, I just get in a rhythm. Sometimes I slow it down. Sometimes I don't. Depends on right. if we feel like the defense is on their heels. Or not. Just for the record, John Seals says you never slow it down. So uh, 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 that's that's John. Go ahead, Howie. 
No. I, I guess the last question I asked, I should have worked, phrased it a little different. How frustrating was it for you to have to wait on the officials instead of, you know, not your hurry up stuff, but having to decide because you don't know if you're going to have a first and 10 or you're going to be a, a first and 15. And they're sitting there trying to decide where the ball goes. How frustrating is that for you as far as having to wait for them to decide on what they're going to do? It's frustrating because uh, you have a first and 10 play in mind. And, um, you know, sometimes, though, if it's, it's just it, nothing shocks you anymore, man. That's right. just <laughs> I get, it. but it is frustrating because you're you're sitting there as a play caller trying to have a, a plan, and and then it, it's all change, or you're waiting to see what it is. And more so, it's them meeting for forty five, you know, minute minute. I have to figure out something that should just take. Hey, I got this. All right, let's go. Right. Uh, uh, I don't get that. Well, Fayette County was last week. You're ready for Madcad this week, I hope. So, so far, you said practice has gone well. What can we expect from Madison Academy on the offensive side? Uh, Madison Academy side, they, they spread it out. So, um, they don't get in near as many formations as we've seen with Pisgah or Westbrook or, you know, Fayette County. Uh, so, uh, offensively, though, they spread it out. They throw it well and they run a lot of zones. So, we have to be prepared to, to cover them and, and try to get some pass rush and, and, and see what happens. But in the past, their quarterbacks, which I, I'm not saying that the one they have right now, but watching Madcad back in the past, they've always had a good quarterback with a pretty good arm, but also pretty good wheels on them. Is that the same case again this yeah, year? Yeah, he's, he's dual threat guy. Uh, he can run it. Um, so we don't have to be prepared for, for him to be able to escape and, and do a lot about like number nine last week for Fayette County. Yeah, I compared number nine to a a, a Cadillac Williams, the way he's so elusive and the way he just ran the ball. You, you never knew which direction he's going to go. And yeah, I feel, he, I feel he, like your defense did great on him. Yeah, we, we let him out one time. And, but, but other than that, we was able to keep him hemmed up for the most part. So, Madcad, they got a special one, one receiver. They got several receivers they throw to. They have a few receivers that they'd like to go to, 10, 11. Uh, 11 is probably a true 4, 4, 4, 5 kid or faster. Uh, he's uh, He can fly. Uh, somebody would definitely have to make sure we try to keep in front of us. And um, They do a really good job. The running backs do a good job uh, of getting downhill, making cuts, and, and running hard in our quarterback. Same way, he can throw it and he can run it. So we don't have to be prepared. But number 11, somebody you need to watch for. Offensive line, pretty good size. Average. They are. They are. They are. Some big old boys up front. And, um, so we're going to have to do a good job on the D line and, and bring it. And defensively, they do the even front or what, what type of defense do they run? Uh, they're based at an odd front, more of a stat look. Uh, they, they do show a little even front where they adjust to some stuff, but uh, they're based out of an odd stat look. You know, I, I said, did they do even or odd, whatever? I have no idea what that means, but I've heard you say it so much this year, so I kind of threw it out there towards you. So, uh, their Mike, their Mike linebacker is a really good player. He's got some offers. Uh, they'll play him at six or seven yards and just let him run. So, uh, he's a really good football player. Number two for them on defense. Uh, so he's somebody you need to look for on Friday night. AJ Rice is his name. Good deal. As far oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Randy. Coach, I noticed they had opened up the season zero and two. And then have won nine straight games, so they come in on quite a roll. 
well, there's an element that once you start putting that street together, you just you, you got a different kind of swag. Um, this is a hot football team coming into the game that you feel like scripting early that you you want to try to get some some control and slow down there slow it down maybe to to offset this football team or just same 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 offense we've run all year. Uh, I feel like uh, we we have to do a good job and it's like I told them all we we have to be the most physical football team. Um, on the field on Friday night. And if we're the most physical football team on the field, we're going to win the football game. So that's the bottom line. Let's show up. Let's be physical up front. Let's win the line of scrimmage. If we can win the line of scrimmage and take care of the football, there's no reason um, we should be practicing this week. So um, there, there's there's no secret to where football's going, that's for sure. Uh, there's, it's one up front in the trenches, so let's make sure we win right there this week. Uh, give our running back some room to run. Uh, let's take care of the football and then let our defense continue to do what they've been doing and, and playing hard, you know. We gave up five, uh, 35 to 5, and but uh, score don't show really how our defense played, I don't think. You know, our defense had two short fields, three short fields actually, and we forced them to throw it a couple times to score. Uh, we tackled the run pretty well. We had Logan Anderson in check for the most part. Uh, so, you know, we, we played really good defense the last few weeks, um, and I expect it to – since Plainview, actually, um, we played really good football on the, on the defensive side. We just got to continue that uh, this Friday night. Howie, uh, you take it back over. I just thought it was interesting to open the year 0-2, and, and now they're not. Yeah. That's 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 kind of a, a different run. Yeah, but, right. um, As far as Mad- Madison Academy's special teams, I noticed that Fayette County, you had your 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 kick return people standing about the twenty yard line because he couldn't kick it very far. How about Madison Academy? Is it going to be the same thing, or will they be kicking it deep every time? Yeah, they'll be kicking it deep, ten five end zone. Well, yeah. punter, they got a pretty good punter. Pretty good punter, yeah. He, he boots it pretty well, so uh, they do a good job in, in all the phases of the, of the special teams. They do a really good job. They're well coached. Um, this week, playing on Friday night, Veterans Day on Friday, no school. How is that going to change your game plan for the game Friday night, or will it? It don't. None. We we do. We bring them in here uh, pretty early, feed them lunch, let them lay around. We do our meetings. Go ahead and get them over with. Lay around. Then we'll eat pregame meal a uh, few hours later, four hours later, and then uh, get on the bus and and head on just like normal. So I try to bring them in early, make it as normal of a day as possible because um, they're not in school. And then and we just just start on the itinerary, get there about 520, start walk the field, tape, and then everything's the same. So, Are you relatively healthy for Friday night? Oh, yeah. You know, we were 25s on the play with a cast. He broke his hand or thumb Friday night during the game early. Uh, He'll have a cast on. Uh, that's the only really new injury besides this guy's banged up. We've done a pretty good job taking care of them early this week, and then they're they're pretty much back to where we need to be now. And we'll have a good practice tomorrow, and then move on. How if we've learned one thing, Coach Fan's going to stay the Coach Fan system. That's twelve weeks now. I've asked the same question and got the same answer. So, uh, Coach, I did have one question about uh 
travel. Uh, you said you're going to tape at home, and you'll, will you get how much work? I mean, with it not being a school day, will, will you just get tape, get on a bus, get over there early, or is it going to be leave at the same time? Just follow. Uh, we, we tape. We tape there. Actually, we just uh, we carry everything. We just do everything normal up to that point. Then we'll get on the bus. Um, we get there. We try to time it up to get there around five fifteen, five twenty. Uh, so it'll be no different this week. We'll try to time it up to get there about five fifteen, five twenty. Walk the field. Then we'll start our tape group, stretch groups, and stuff. Uh, and then we'll go right into pregame at six six oh five. So. And you want to, uh, this is a rare advantage to just have them off their feet all day. Is that something that you want to take advantage of and not, not going to class? Just, just yeah. lay around, be lazy if you can be. Yeah, try to make sure they're out of bed early and then uh, get them up here and then they can lay around here for a little bit, make sure they're eating lunch and then make sure they eat a supper and then, uh, make sure we're fueled up and ready to go. It's, it's a big deal. Coach, if you ever need somebody that's an eating expert, I'll be glad to come in and talk. <laughs> I, I, I'm real good at that. So, uh, Howie, Tanny, go ahead, buddy. Nah, Coach Vans answered all my questions that I had, and we wish you the best of luck. And uh, um, I thought we'd be covering it. We haven't told everybody how to get to Madison Academy yet, Howie, so let's make sure everybody kind of knows where and direction we're going and stuff. Okay, it's a uh, Huntsville area, right? I, I ain't got it. I was hoping you had it. It's Huntsville area, right? Yeah. yeah it is it's, it's over close to Space okay. Rock, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It's Huntsville okay. area. It's over close to Bridge Street. About uh, about an hour and a half drive from Sylvania. Hour and eight minutes. Fair? Hour and eight minutes. Hour and eight. All right. Hey, I don't live there. I'm out of help, too. I, I don't know. I'm just going to type it in my GPS and go, man. That's that's the only way I know how to get there. What if you lose cell signal? Anybody don't matter. Coach, uh, we need to get get some people down there. I'm sure they'll have a pretty good home field advantage, and they're going to be loud and uh, playing on the road in the playoffs. There's nothing like it. Uh, kind of you versus the world, but it's nice to have those those people in behind you, so you look see some familiar faces. Yeah, we need everybody to show up, be loud. Uh, it's a big football game for us. We're trying to make it to the quarterfinals. So uh, we, we, our kids prepared the right way, and they deserve everybody to be there and support them. So we're excited and, and hope to see everybody over there. All right. Well, how are you, are you done for the night? How are you got them all? As uh, far as I know, I got everything. And Coach Van, best of luck to you Friday night, and we'll Thank see you. you there at the game. Thank you, guys. Appreciate y'all. We'll be here next week getting ready for the uh, the, re, uh, the third round. And uh, that's just go ahead and plan on it. And we appreciate everybody. One shout out, of course, to uh, KCJT Homes that, that that helped us this year and make sure we give them a little shout out here during the playoffs. Uh, let's go Rams, and we'll see you all same time next week here on the Coach Fan Show. <laughs>